All right, hello, herd. I am your herd leader, John Wayne, and I'm your herd mom, Megan. And welcome to another episode of our Clone Wars rewatch here at Nerd Herder. Just doing things out of order, John. What just, do you mean out of order? Just ugh. what? Ugh. What's out of order? Ugh. Literally, what's you know out of what order? You did. Ugh. <laughs> uh, okay. You didn't even give me a chance <laughs> to make have, a dumb joke. Have a chance. Here's here's your chance. You did not miss your chance to blow this opportunity once in a lifetime. Gotta get yourself in the moon. What does a fish say Mom's when it spaghetti. hits a brick wall? <laughs> I don't know. What does a fish say when it hits a brick wall? Damn. <laughs> That's D A M uh, for those of you who are not listening. Ma'am, this is a family friendly podcast. My dad told me that joke. So. Oh, well, if the pastor told the joke. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Actually, my goodness. No, it was Justin, but he's still a pastor. Yes, he is. Uh, <laughs> Hi, brothers, who are listening. Um, well, welcome to the madness, I guess. Usually we wait until like 10 minutes in to get that crazy, but uh, you guys know uh, how it do by now, so um, we are here to uh, talk Clone Wars and that fun stuff. Yeah, um, we're here to invade your brains. Yeah, um, our setup's a little different. I mean, you don't know, you don't care. Uh you're getting this in your ears, like always, mm-hmm. uh, unless somehow you listen through your nose. But that would be really weird. Um, but yeah, for us on our end, it's different because we're up with um, some family. We're spending time with uh, family this weekend. Yep. Um, and nieces and nephews and grandparents. Yep. And so such. all the peeps are downstairs, and we're recording because we also want to spend time with our podcast family. That's you guys, mm-hmm. uh, and want to uh, stay on schedule and do things uh, as we commit to doing them. Because even though things are crazy and uh, kind of ridiculous, um, still a, an anchor, I'd say, I, uh, I think I can speak for both of us, an anchor to everything we do is this podcast and Star Wars yeah. and all that stuff, so uh, even as crazy as it is, this is still uh, a, a good necessary, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you know. cue the confetti, we now have three out of three of my brothers listening Woo! to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> hi Ryan, hi Justin, hi Josh. And they all count as one listener. <laughs> That's how the stats work. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we have um, a lot of fans and friends mm-hmm. uh, because of this podcast. And we enjoy talking yeah. Star Wars. And so, honestly, the best thing to do when life gets crazy is to do this podcast. Because, yeah. We uh, now know two doctors. <laughs> I, I don't know why that's still mind-blowing for you. Because it's funny. I know so many doctors. You know how many times I've been to the hospital? Um, Ditto, homie. No. You ain't special. Well, no, you know what? Okay, so you bring up a thing that we can never talk about. We never talk about it because it's never on point. Mm-hmm. Um, but on point. Uh, but when are we ever on point? Kids clearly. Never say that, um, so the cool thing about doctors in Star Wars, I grew up. Uh, my pediatrician, um, mm-hmm. Doctor David Moser, uh, he was a big nerd, and I remember when he found out I liked Star Wars. Every time I would go, and I was, I was a Sickly kid. I went to the doctor a lot, mm-hmm. uh, and I hated it, uh, you know, just because it was just one of those things. I mean, my doctor was nice. The nurses were nice. But, I mean, nobody likes being sick constantly. Yeah. Um, I'm and a sickly so, adult. So, <laughs> um, switched. To make, it, to make it better, he always uh, talked Star Wars. He'd always find something. He'd find some trivia and do some stuff. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, like, that's still, to this day, one of my happiest memories of childhood is mm-hmm. I would look forward to going to the doctor because my doctor was uh, cool 
And I don't even know how much he liked Star Wars, but he knew I hated the situation and I loved Star Wars, so he used that. And yeah. that's awesome. And it's, you don't have yeah. to be... You know, I think of that every time you mention Corey and Doctors and Star Wars because yeah. that's a, a meaningful memory. But you can do that no matter what you do yeah. uh, in life, no matter your... Prefer I mean, I... You know, we work with uh, kids at the church community center, um, and just the other day, I got to, I was doing a lesson on being careful with the way uh, you talk about people and things and whatnot, that, you know, talking about how yeah. our words can uh, hurt people. The golden and, rule and whatnot. Yeah. And I used Jar Jar as an example mm -hmm. in that, actually. I, like, um, to bring it kind of to a relevance is, you know, I, I asked who, who knows Jar Jar, and all right, now, how many of you don't like Jar Jar? And I was like, you know, there's a lot of people that love this character, and their feelings get hurt when you say certain things about that character. Mm -hmm. And what if they said that about Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader or Boba Fett? You know, it's yeah. one of those moments where it's like, Star Wars is not my job, and yet I, I can bring Star Wars to it. And these kids, you know, in that moment, like, there was a couple of light bulbs, and that was so awesome because it's like, yeah, and, and, and it was one of those things where I could be honest and say, hey, that was me too. I was really mean to people because of a, a, a fictional character, mm -hmm. and that's not cool. No. You know, uh, nobody deserves to be treated like that, or nobody deserves to have their feelings hurt for that thing. So, you know, we all have access to this awesome thing called Star Wars, and we can yeah. all use it to make, especially kids, but anybody's life a little bit better. And, and so I encourage us all to do that, be mindful of that. You know, Star Wars is an amazing, powerful thing. Um, too many decide to use it as a weapon, but it can actually be something that can make us all better people. So, yeah. there's my soapbox. Get down. <laughs> I will get down and drink <laughs> my coffee. Step off your high horse so, and onto your soapbox, then step down off that. Yeah, so we're doing something a little different with this episode. Yeah. Um, and maybe, depending on how it goes, um, for future stuff. Yeah. Um... I know we're like 35 episodes into the Clone Wars rewatch and we're just deciding to try something <laughs> new and that seems stupid but Listen, we're we're always fine. we're always trying to do what we can to do what we want to do mm -hmm. in a way that others would like be interested in and find uh interesting you know yeah um and so we're that usually involves asking people when they when we find out like oh you listen like what do you think of things or or just asking in general hey this is an idea what do you think I, you know we're always trying to make things better mm -hmm. um, you know that we we want things to be better so that the podcast can grow and be um, more accessible and more out there mm -hmm. um, and so um, kind of inst we're we're gonna at least for this one see how it goes make sure you. Kind of let us know how it feels. Um, we're going to move away from our usual beat-for-beat beat review yeah. of these episodes. Um, and we're still going to take them one by one and talk about each episode as its own. Um, but more in the broad themes of it. Uh, we're going to kind of give the gist and then open up for conversation yeah. about what goes on. Because Have gist. I mean, as much as it's... Or gifts. <laughs> right. If you're one of those people. Um, you know... I, I think most people that listen have already seen these. I I hope so. And, I mean, while the big interest of the show is that yeah. these are new for you, Yeah. I, I think sometimes we've constricted ourselves of conversations because 
well, we got to talk about this thing, this thing, this, you know. Yeah, and I don't want to do that for this one because I need to talk about how big mad I got. <laughs> well, and that was the idea is, like, we could we could have talked a lot on this one. Yeah. Um, because of what's going on. Um, so in order to try and hopefully make it a more digestible, manageable episode, or at least to be able to get to the conversations mm-hmm. um, and hit the main points, we're going to try this. Um and this is also because we've asked a few times a few people, and we've also put it out there in terms of what's kind of digestible. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're constantly trying to make sure that we're not overdoing it and making the episodes too much to handle. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, if if you can't get through an entire episode, if it's too much, um, then you know that we don't want we don't want to ever do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to make sure that it's. Something you can pick up, listen to, and then get on with whatever else you need to get on with. Um, And it's not an inconvenience, like, oh, I can't finish this episode, you know. Um, So, that's just kind of letting you know, I mean, we've had a really long intro to this, so. Hey, we're trying to make it shorter by having a longer intro. (laughs) But, you know, we uh, got sidetracked. But then, yeah, so let us know kind of, I mean, for our long-term listeners especially, Mm -hmm. uh, how you feel about it. Um, If you would rather go back to the systematic kind of uh, dissection and review. Yeah. Um, or basically we're going from piece-by-piece piece review to a general conversation. Yeah. You're, I, I feel like you're going to still get the same thing, but if we change it up and you don't like that, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're always open to that feedback, so. Yeah. Um, but yes, there is a lot to talk about with these episodes because yeah. um, Maul finally returns yeah, welcome to my new uh, podcast vale. <laughs> within a podcast called Mall Cops. Welcome to Mall Vale. Welcome to Mall Vale. <laughs> I, um, oh, I love Mall so much. <laughs> and so, uh, and this is the this is his these are his big episodes. Yes. Uh, really, this is it. Yeah, mm. this is it for him in Clone Wars. Mm. We do not see him again until Rebels. And I mean, you already knew. Yeah, I I, I know too much about Rebels. <laughs> like I am. Thanks, Internet. Um, it's fine, but like. But it was it was a big surprise because, I mean, where it ends here is a big question mark. Mm-hmm. Now, if you if you don't know, and and we will be doing, if you don't know on YouTube, it hasn't. It's kind of been on a pause while we've been doing, uh, our packing and and whatnot. But we've uh, started where we're going to cover Star Wars comics. Yeah. Um, and we started with the Star Wars series and the Darth Vader series. We're going to do a special episode for Son of Dathomir because now yes, we are. Son of Dathomir takes place right after this, so. We're going to continue Maul's story mm-hmm. uh, with a discussion about that. So that'll be on our YouTube channel. But yeah, for those if, of you, if you're going yeah. off just the show, though, yeah, this is this is it until Rebels. That's, bi- that's big. Oh, I'm so sad. My, my <laughs> life is going to be a void. But, but now, do you see what I mean when, like, he... Okay, so this is four episodes. I think he was in... I think he was in four total before... No, not even. Uh... Maybe two. So it's like six episodes. Yeah. And, I mean, six episodes. It's not a lot. But does it feel like six episodes? No. It doesn't feel like, you know... Yeah, it feels like a huge chunk of Clone Wars revolves around Maul. Uh-huh. And and that's what's so incredible about yeah. the character is how much he dominates whenever he's around. Um, oh, man. And, and to, to kind of jump ahead to the ending... I, I think that's why we get the ending we get, because he's you... dominating a little too much. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh, what? I was so mad. 
I like, love that. I, you, you, like, I was so hyped when, as soon as, like, oh my gosh, he's coming down from the ivory towers to deal with it. Like, yeah. that was huge. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm excited for that, but we got to get there. So, yeah. um, luckily the first episode, not a whole lot going on, so we're going to kind of probably breeze through that and get on to the rest of them. But, mm-hmm. um, we start with season five, episode one. So it's kind of a rewind. So, um, yes. In release order, this happened, and then there was a big gap, and mm-hmm. then we get back in with Eminence later. Yeah. Um, and but in fact, this takes place right before Eminence. Um, I don't. I don't know. I guess they wanted a strong season opener. I'm not really sure why. I, I don't know. Start with this, and then pause, and then come to. I don't know. There's so many timeline weirdnesses with Clone Wars. Yeah. It's. I, sometimes there's an explanation, and sometimes it's just like a. Well, we had to do this because of production. Like, but why? Yeah. Anyway. Well, um, so, yes, uh, Revival. Season mm-hmm. 5, Episode 1, Revival. Um, and so the moral for this one is strength and character can defeat strength in numbers. Yeah. That's pretty accurate, I'd yeah. say. Um, yeah, we start off with Maul and Savage being rowdy boys, like brothers be doing. Yeah, they're yeah. so they're causing trouble... Yeah, they kill a whole bunch of people on the ship. Well, uh, yeah, and then the droids come and investigate. Yeah, it, right. Uh, well, because they're, what they're doing, they're trying to get credits. They're trying. They're trying to. Well, Maul. And they find some credits. Maul's trying to build um, a backing. Like he he knows that he, he needs help. Yeah. Um, and what we also see, like we also see that in that same effort. Maul's leading this whole thing. Oh, yeah. He refers to Savage multiple times as my apprentice. Well, and there's a thing in here where they specifically take a moment of, like, you know, Savage, like, gets angry about it. Yeah. And Maul's like, uh, no. Yeah. And, and kind of shows in him up. In true older brother fashion. It, it show like, and, the, you know, and we were joking about this in terms of, like, you know, we, we were talking about this the other day, and it's like, oh, Maul had a choice. He didn't have to lead himself down this path. He really did. Yeah. He had opportunities, he and, but he's so fixated, and, and he's he's doing, and it's kind of a poor Savage, because Ventress did to him what Dooku did to him, who Sidious did to him, and now Maul's doing to Savage yeah. what Sidious did to Maul, and it's just this, it's this cycle, and this is, this is the problem with the Sith. Mm-hmm. This is why the dark side doesn't win, is it's this cycle of turning hurt towards you, Towards someone else. Yeah. For power. Um, so I just feel bad for Savage yeah. throughout this entire thing. And I want to mention, there's like little bits and pieces of this episode. Like when we, when we talk about the, when we talk about the episodes that we talk about on the Clone Wars rewatch, we usually have the gallery open in front of us. Yeah, to see the yeah. visuals. There are times when they perfectly capture Maul from the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Like here. I'd say in this first image that looks like Ray Park, absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, and the, that's what's so crazy about this is it it, it is such a blend, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's... when it finally comes to full fruition in Solo, that's what's so crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, also, something I love about Maul <laughs> is that he does not wear a shirt until one is forcefully put on him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's I mean, just like walking around in his robot legs with his gloves and his yeah, weird he, I, well, like dicky, just well, like his cowl. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, 
he pretty quickly jumps from, oh, I got legs, revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for shirts. I will have my revenge. Um, Every time I try to put on a shirt, it rips. <laughs> from the revenge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one one really cool thing before we kind of get into the big thing. Yeah. So, so Maul's taking over. Yes, yes he do. He's turning everyone and everything into a resource and pawn for his endeavor uh-huh. to go after the ones who put him here. And this is where he starts to he starts dreaming big because it's uh-huh. not just Kenobi. Yeah. But he want he want he wants to go after it all. He he wants all of it. Uh he feels like he you know, he blames the Sith, the Separatists, the mm-hmm. Jedi, the Republic, all of it is what Maul wants to go up against, basically. Yeah. And so that's why... I, he starts here, we see it come about more so in the later episode. He's trying to get an army. He's trying to get people to his cause uh, and whatnot, yeah. but... And he's making great use of his... Uh, robo-legs. His robo-legs. Yeah, he got he got very good at those. I imagine yeah. that had to be... That had to be interesting. But there's a cool thing where the droids refer to, like, when... Uh, so... Obi-Wan, you're too attached. you got to let this Maul thing go. But they're always sending him. Um, so they send Obi-Wan to investigate, and they talk to some of the security droids. And there's a moment when the droids are like, Jedi, Sith, I don't, I don't know. It was somebody with a laser sword. And they're like, what, what's yours? And he, you know, Obi-Wan ignites it. It's blue. It's like, oh, no, these guys had red ones. And it's like, this is one of those moments where it's a big reminder the galaxy doesn't know the difference. They're That's all right. weird space wizards mm-hmm. to these people. Absolutely. Um, I just, I, I thought that was a really interesting point to throw in there because people harp a lot on um, Obi-Wan. Oh, he was dressed like a Jedi the whole time and all this other stuff. And I'm like, really? Until someone pulls out a lightsaber? Because neither of these guys yeah. were dressed like Jedi. Let's be exactly. honest. But it was like, oh, laser sword, must be a Jedi. <laughs> a half naked man. Well, well but they, the Jedi. fully naked. Because he doesn't need pants. Technically. I mean, he's got a metal diaper, technically, too, though. Um, But it's one of those things where it's like, I don't even think the general public knew what a Sith was. Mm Mm-mm. Like, it's one of those things where it's like... Yeah. It it shows how ignorant the public was and, and, and all this other stuff of who... And that's a bad thing. The The age of... Republic Qui-Gon issue deals with this where he's like, I'm not okay with people not understanding who we are. Yeah. That's a problem. When people think we're just glorified Republic police officers, that's not okay. We're that's not what we are. Yeah. Um so I just thought that was I just thought that was really interesting. And it's another reason that lends to, well, why would they believe the Jedi would try and kill nobody knows what the Jedi are about. Exactly. The All Jedi, they know is they can't carry the laser swords. The Jedi have become so reclusive and so self-centered. The Clone Wars was the most public the Jedi have probably yeah. been in a long time. And they were killing people. Uh, right. So, the whole episode centered, I mean, Hondo's back. Mm-hmm. Yay, Hondo. Whee! Um, And Maul and Savage actually end up turning some of his forces mm-hmm. against him. And there's this sort of yeah. coup d'etat a little bit um, where Maul's trying to basically, I mean, you got you got guys with guns, you, you, a hired muscle. Yeah. Um, um, he's trying to he's trying to not make his army like Sidious did. Mm-hmm. He's trying to take someone else's. We'll see yeah. that come back. And it's uh, it's led by this guy named Jiro with just the dumbest hairstyle. Yeah, it's he's the Mohawk guy, Greece. right? He's the Mohawk guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it's like Ugh. Mohawk uh, dreads. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just really so interesting. Weird. It's so bad. Um. I mean, it's it's not a whole lot going on in this episode. It's it's just kind of a catch-up of what up. they're doing. Um, but 
uh, Obi-Wan and Adigalia are sent to Florum yes. to sort this out. Mm-hmm. Because I think Hondo called them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Hondo um, he, called them. I mean, what, he called in a favor, basically. Yeah. Um, and so they head there, and there's uh, a really great... There's just a lot going on. So you got Hondo's men versus his defected men, and then yeah. you've got Savage and Maul versus Kenobi and Galia. And the, it, the choreography for all of these episodes with the laser fights, uh-huh. laser fights, the light sword, <laughs> the duels, is 10 out of 10. It's beautiful. It's, it's incredible. Fantastic. And Savage does my favorite move. What, he does what any of us would do if we had horns. He just straight up charges at Ali Galia and stabs her with his horns by headbutting her in the stomach. I mean, basically they're head knives. Right? <laughs> I mean, his are long. Yes, and that's the end of Ali Galia. Yeah, and all that came about, because, and I think we've talked about Star Wars twins before, mm-hmm. this all came about because Ali Galia's character was in Attack of the Clones, but not in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. She was replaced by Stas <clears throat> Ali because they could not get the same actress. George Lucas was so like strict on like, hey... This person is this character that it's like, oh, we can't get the same person? Well, it can't be the same character. Yeah. So Stas Ali is Adi Galia's cousin. Mm-hmm. But where did Adi Galia go? Well, she got done. She got done did. She got diddle darned. Um, so Obi-Wan helps uh, Hondo and eventually they turn back the troops and chase off Maul and Savage. Yeah. Uh, they escape r- really badly. Wound- um, I think yeah. I think Savage is shot and... No, uh... uh no, no Savage. Oh, Savage loses an arm. That's right. Uh, Obi One cuts Just him off at the up. forearm. Yes, and we get this the first Im- the first little hint of this great effect when his arm gets cut off, where green is kind of oozing out of him. Well, yeah, the ma- the magic, the yes. the night sister stuff. The like, like they're literally being made up of this. Yeah, essentially, because the same thing happens when. Um, Maul's leg gets shot. They're not made out of this crude matter. They're made out of green goo. <laughs> right. They're made so, out of slime juice. In the end, they end up escaping in an escape pod. Their ship is actually shot. Like, they're having a hard time. They're having a bad time. Uh, and that the end, it ends with them just kind of yeah. floating off. Also, and, and we pick it up again later. Kids show, but we see Savage's stump of an arm a few times. There's no blood. I know, but like, just seeing exposed meat... Is weird because it lo- it looks like a te- it looks like you know when they leave the bone in a steak mm-hmm. and it's raw. I don't think you don't see it like that. You it, just, I mean you just see I green leaky goo. So. No, I mean you see that it got cut off. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the it's the end of this episode where they say, "Hey, you're done with the whole mall thing. You're obsessed with this kind of stuff." Well, really, it's it's Yoda and Palpatine. Yeah, they're actually agreeing um, in this instance on hey. You gotta let this go. It, it, let's uh, not worry about him. Mm-hmm. And this shows where, again, so Palpatine's plan. Hey, uh, how good of a job are the Jedi doing in this Clone War with all of this chaos going on in the Outer Rim? Mm-hmm. The Empire will fix that. A- again, it's one of those things where it's like, he's got a point. He really he, does. He's orchestrating that, but he's got a point. So, um, anyway, but uh, yeah. Let's have a quick word from the sponsors, a.k.a. me, uh, and we'll be back with the uh, next episodes. But wait, John, what's the word? The word is the bird. So we move on to Season 5, Episode 14. So again, there's that that jump ahead. Yeah. Um, Even though this pretty much takes place 
maybe a few days after. Yeah. Um, um, Maul and Savage are in a packing container. Well, they're in an escape pod. A or, packing Of sorts. <laughs> um, well, no, it's not a packing container. It looks like. It looks like a truck trailer. It looks like it can turn into Optimus Prime at any time. Well, no, because this is Star Wars. Uh, season 5, episode 14, mm-hmm. anyway, on to factual statements. Uh, episode is Eminence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the moral for this one is one vision can have many interpretations. Ah. Very true. It's very, very true. true. Also, I want to say, while we were watching these episodes, when Maul was talking about getting an army, mm-hmm. we had a conversation of like, well, we, Maul needs an army. We didn't have a conversation so much as you were talking to me and I wasn't I was talking, talking back. To, yes, and I said, <laughs> well, you know, Death Watch is available. They need a they need a new person. Well, yeah. I called it, homie. I straight up called it. I mean, is that calling it so much as just just acknowledging it. what's actually <laughs> the option? I called it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you called it. I called it. You called it. I was correct about a Prediction. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, we so we uh, we get a really cool aliens like uh, opening. There's a yeah. cut for you because uh, we see, and I wonder if that was the inspiration for this because it's the very same thing where you kind of look around the cabin, you see the froze over, you know, like they're they've been sitting a while, yeah. and then you get the cut through the door, yeah. men come in, examine the person, like it's also, very aliens. Um, I, which I enjoy. Most people probably might not get that, that mm-hmm. connection. But it's it's just, it's a very similar opening sequence, basically. Yeah, we see Maul and Savage, like, cuddled up together by the door. So, and they're picked up by Death Watch. Yeah. This is where Maul and Death Watch intersect on their efforts. But again, yeah. everyone to Maul is a resource and a tool. Exactly. Because he's a Sith. That's the way it works. Yeah. Um, and... I, I don't know if it's the complexion, but Pre is just like, uh, yeah, let's see, you know, let's <laughs> let's just check it out. This guy looks like a cool character. And they put a shirt on him. They put a shirt on him, they give him some new legs, no, some normal people legs. Man. Um, so he starts to look a little bit... These are his solo legs. This is where he gets his solo look, but pretty much. They, I thought the spider legs, oh man, those are so cool. Then they put the other legs on him, and I was like, "Oh, these are these are cool too, I guess, but not as cool." The, and then they give him normal legs. Well, he got the grievousy legs because of a reference. It's a yeah. reference to the, the the comic series where he's resurrected as well. Well, not resurrected so much, but um, they they were never meant to last. Uh, plus, I'm sure it was interesting to animate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so essentially, what transpires is Maul kind of proves himself to pre Vizsla. Yeah. Expresses his interest in taking down Kenobi and the Jedi and Duke, like all of it. Everybody. And if he, over a cup of tea. Oh well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's still Mandalorian. They still got that posh honor to them. Yes. Uh, even though he monologues more than drinks tea. Yeah. In that scene. In that scene. <laughs> uh, and poor Bo-Katan, he chokes out Bo-Katan. Yeah. Uh, kind of, and that, that's kind of the proof they're looking for of like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, he's gonna be, he's gonna be different. Yeah. Uh, Bo-Katan, a reveal that I was not. Oh, nobody was. I was not nobody. prepared yeah. for it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it when we get there, but, like, wow. Um, so, Pre Vizsla's plan, he wants to take over Mandalore still. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Maul sees a way of manipulation. He sees an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, 
one cool thing, like having read the Darth Maul comics and um, just a lot of that stuff, watching these episodes now, because I hadn't read those comics when I the last time I'd seen these episodes. Yeah. Having read the comics and seeing these episodes, it's interesting because all along when he's training with Sidious, you, you know, as his name suggests, he's just a blunt instrument. He's just hate and anger embodied in a person. Yes. And you just kind of see that. Man, literally too angry to die. Literally. But what's really cool <clears throat> here is we see that all along he was paying attention. Yes. Because he's doing all of the same beats as Sidious. Even, um, and I don't think it comes through except into the next episode, but even the plan of, hey, you're going to sow disorder. Uh, no, we'll sow disorder, and you'll come in, and you'll take us captive, uh, and then you'll yeah. be heroes, and you, they'll give you the power. They'll it's literally Sidious's plan. Exactly. He, it's it's one of those moments where I'm watching this go by and I'm like, oh my gosh. He yeah. learned. <laughs> and he's actually doing it quicker Dude. and better than his master. Here's the thing is that Maul, little baby ball of hate. Well, big baby ball of hate. Um, just fury and anger and rage. But smart. Oh, yeah. He is incredibly intelligent. And that's probably why I love him but, so much. But he is hyper-focused. Yes. In the wrong ways, because... He's got ADHD. There we go. That's why. No. <laughs> um, he's got revenge DDD. Um, what do the D's stand for? <laughs> die, dead, die, dead, die. Dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> we basically made the same joke. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where, like, you brought up the point. Like, he could have done anything else. He could have just continued in this criminal yeah. enterprise, even. Yeah. Okay? I'll even, I'll even say, like, yeah, he could have done that. And yet he still what? decides to throw that away for an attempt to kill and, you know, go after Kenobi and all this. It's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, if he could just see his potential. But all he sees is what was taken from him. He needs a guidance counselor is what he needs. Oh my gosh. And poor Savage is just trapped in this and as just he, going along with the plan. Yeah. I mean. Like a younger sibling. <laughs> yeah. Um, as a younger sibling. That is accurate. So, but Maul convinces pre that like okay you you you've got plan i you it's weird when you just say his first Please name say right his full name. <laughs> <laughs> um he can he convinces p Vizla. uh <laughs> it's p. even worse when you <laughs> abbreviate um you need more yeah you've got vision but you need more yeah well, and so he comes from a long line of Vizla, so you could call him revisla <laughs> oh there you go hey. um so Hints a montage now of kind of scenes where they go after getting more. Yeah, um, the scene on Mustafar where they, where they just straight up murder the well, leader of Black so Sun. This, well, and that's this is a really, really, really cool <clears throat> thing. Um, I, you know, Black Sun comes originally from Legends. They yeah. were huge in Legends, specifically around the heir to the Empire, Prince Shizor, who um, I think he tried to get. Padme to like, not Padme, uh, Leia to marry him or something like that. It's like, Nasty. I haven't read those books. Uh, I haven't approached that in forever, but mm -hmm. it was really cool. First time off seeing like, oh my gosh, these are, these are deep cuts. These are EU characters coming into Clone Wars. Yeah. Uh, really cool. Uh, I always love the design uh, and it's a really great time. They use uh, Kevin Michael Richardson for the lead uh, guy. Um, they all get beheaded. Yes. In a very cool it scene. It is wonderful. And then the Pikes are there. Hey, Pikes come back in reference to Crimson Dawn. Yeah. And Solo. That's a 
That's a really cool thing. It's very cool. Um, and lastly, who who else is there to go after but uh, the huts? Yes. You know, the ones who can pretty much control it all. Yeah, and it. I always like seeing the huts, even if it's brief. You know, the the hut family is something that's so fascinating to me. Well, and this is one of those things that starts to let us peek in and see, okay, how did they get to the point where Jabba's pretty much it? Mm-hmm. And this sort of fracturing is a little bit of that uh, because they try and pressure the huts into joining mm-hmm. um, on Now Hutted. That doesn't work. And then they just straight up invade Jabba's palace. Well, first what happens is my babies show up, Imbo and Sugi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. There's a really great fight scene between Super. the bounty hunters and um, yeah. uh, Death Watch and all that. It's really cool. Oh, yeah. I was like the entire time. Nobody died. Please don't kill Suki. <laughs> yeah, nobody don't. died. My babe, please don't. Um, I just, I would be very, very sad. Yeah, there's just a point when they're finally just like, ah, oh, let's go. Yeah. This 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 pursuit is no longer profitable. <laughs> Dave Filoni has taken away most of my favorite characters. Exactly. So... He wasn't joking at celebration when he's like, "Don't tell me because I might kill him." Yeah. <laughs> he brought. He already like, has most of them. You you really did, Dave Filoni. Thanks, bro. Um. Yeah. Uh, they kill Brando the Hut. Is that in this episode? Oh, yeah, that's right, because they're trying to... Yeah. What I love is the scene where they're interrogating, like, okay, where'd everybody go? Yeah. And they're like, he's like, I'm not going to talk. And then uh, it's like, okay, kill him. And he's like, no, 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 no. They're at Jabba's palace. And he's like, so all you can tell me is that Jabba is at Jabba's palace. Kill him. Right. I, lo- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, this show, like, Maul could have been... And this is what every Sith although they're meant to do, are scared of, mm-hmm. is their protege becoming greater than them. Their, their, their student growing beyond them. Mm-hmm. Because Maul showing here, he could have oh, absolutely. outpowered Sidious, I think. Yeah. I really think. If not with like hand-to-hand combat or lightsaber to lightsaber, well, he could have just yeah. overpowered him through a lot. Yeah. I mean, through through power and resources, I think yeah. he could have been... I mean, and he becomes... Mm-hmm. He becomes enough of a threat that the dragon comes down from the temple. Yeah, and they just, like, roll up to Jabba's palace, kill his his piggy boys. Yeah. And, uh, well, what's so funny is after, when it's just like a... a, a it's a very... and Well, it's a very Jabba thing, because it's like, eh, ha, 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 I like you. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like Come with... Come on, um, buddy. Yeah, it's just like with the boosh thing, when it pulls out the detonator, it's like, oh, you're dangerous, I like you... Give yeah. him whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jabba's a wuss. But what's funny is in a in a scene after that when... So so, so Maul scold, is scolding Pre, I think, in that moment of like... Mr. We, we got more. <laughs> right? uh, but there's a Mandalorian trooper that's like like towards the, f- the foreground of the scene just helping a, a Gamorrean guard up like, I'm sorry I roasted your buddy. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's he was like, delicious. Y'all, y'all, y'all aren't friends now. Mm-mm. Like, come on. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, uh, Maul slowly showing he has his own interests at heart. Yeah. Uh, he and, he and Pri are starting to diverge on, uh, their points now. Yeah, because he's very, he's very clear with the fact, this is not your plan. This is my plan. Well, and what's so funny is it's a really quick shift. As soon as he starts getting that power, he's, he's much more comfortable and confident in being like, because he's, he's even like, this eludes you. Yes. Like, Whoa. He's not even <laughs> trying to not be, like, like he's laying yeah. into it. 
Um, so, but now they're they're getting their resources, and now they are ready uh, for seemingly going after their idea, I, their uh, yeah mission all along, Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see in the next episode. There's again some divergence on priorities here, but uh, that leads us to season five, episode fifteen, mm-hmm. um, Shades of Reason. And the moral for this is alliances can stall true intentions. Ah. I mean, it's worth teaming up to get some things done, but sometimes teaming up is the worst thing you can do. Um, Yeah, it's like, uh, what's what's that show called? It's been going on for a very long time. Survivor. Where, like, the first oh, yeah, thing some a, people do are, like, let's, let's make let's an alliance. Up. Yeah, no. And then I'll vote you off the island first, uh, first chance I get. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, most of the time in that instance, it's about what's yeah. useful in the moment. And as soon as oh, you're yeah. not useful, you know. Um, if I may make a Drag Race reference, it's like Rolaska Talks. Sure. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so we finally get to Mandalore in this one. And like I said, in the last episode... Um, Maul comes up with the plan of, like, hey, we and the actual gangsters and bad guys are gonna be bad guys. Yeah. And you as Mandalorians are gonna come in and save the day. Mm-hmm. And they're literally gonna give you the power because you are the heroes. Um, it's, it's literally, it's, it's Sidious's plan. It's just on a smaller scale. Instead yeah. of taking over the entire Republic, Maul is using the same plan to take over a planet, and it works. It works I so mean, well, and so easily, and so quickly. Well, because it's it's a great deal easier to get people to give you the power than to just take it. Yeah. Uh, and Give me the power, I beg of you. <laughs> and, and ultimately, uh, you know, their plan goes along that. It's just a lot of montage of... The bad yeah. guys doing bad things and Mandalorians, you know, Death Watch. Yeah. Showing, which they really should have, <laughs> Death Watch. Uh, it's so funny when people are cheering like for Death Watch and it's just like, it's still, it's still a bad name. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like, cool, but it sounds like you're cheering, like it's like saying, Hell's Angels, Hell's Angels. And it's just yeah. like. It's like Pre and the Pre Vizlets. Right, it should be your. Your new name. Right. Or, or, like, as I prefer, eventually, the Mall Cops. Or, or the Mandalorian Avengers, or something like this. Or, uh, right. uh, I am Mandalore. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you know what would, you know what would be so funny, though? Because it's John freaking Favreau as pre That's right. Oh, that, that would be hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so, yeah, it's, it, it's playing to the power of the people. The people yeah. want the Death Watch because they want... Order. I mean, it's literally. Oh my gosh! It's it's. Yeah. The people of the Republic crying out, "We want order. We want justice. These Jedi aren't doing it. Here, take whatever you want. Just give us peace and prosperity." Yeah. And it's the same thing. And I mean, golly, poor Satine. And what's what's really funny? I noticed in this one. She's got a great outfit. She's got a great outfit, and she. But the cool thing is, she's wearing black. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like she's already more. She's. It's almost like she's mourning. Yeah. In this, in these moments, um, and I think it's later in this episode where Pre Vizsla shows up to be like, "Hey, the people want us in charge." They're like they're showing <clears throat> up to the palace, and uh, one of her people was like, "Shouldn't we stop them?" And it's like, "How can we? They have the people." Exactly. Like, 
Satine would be the bad guy in guy in this instance if she resisted them. Yeah. It's it sucks because Satine is such a great character and we know it's wrong, <clears throat> but it's also re- it's like it's really good scheming. Oh, absolutely. Like there's a reason Sidious is doing it. Mhm. I mean, he's doing it it's bigger, but it it's kind of smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally making the people give you the power. Yeah. And you've got Satine backed into a corner of she knows she can't do anything because she'd go against her pacifist ideals and all this other... It's so crazy. Yeah, and the undercurrent of all of this, Pre Vizsla is telling Bo-Katan, like, oh yeah, as soon as this is over, we're straight up killing those two guys. They're not gonna see power. Right. Well, because they're putting all the people that they quote-unquote capture in prison, so it's one of those things where it's just like, we're, we're just not gonna let them go. And yeah. then we'll kill them. Exactly. You know? And of course, he th- he's He's also, he's still fixated on his thing. Um, And at that point, he can't see how dangerous of a game he's playing and how much, really, he's resourcing Maul. Yeah, and in the end, Vizsla takes power from Satine because he he has the people. Yeah, Um, and so he thinks he's safe and good because he locks up Maul and them. And, And it's just a really good moment of... Again, not thinking it through, you're dealing with force users. Maul's literally just like, I want to go for a walk. And Savage just breaks out the prison. Like Exactly. Like, what he did shatters you think? the glass with the force. That's one of those moments where it, it is one of those things where it's like, that's why we have the Citadel. Like, we cringe at the Citadel. Like, oh, like, y'all have a special prison prison for force users and all this other stuff. That seems kind of sketchy. But you kind of need a special prison. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, oh what's the thing called in... um. Marvel, the undersea, I can't remember what it's called, but like they uh, have the undersea shield prison where they lock up uh, like Falcon and, and all them when they become enemies. I don't know. Uh, what is it with putting bad people in like glass? You got to be able to see them. Yeah. You, you got to see them. How are you going to appreciate Loki if he's not in a glass box? Exactly. Where he belongs. He belongs in a museum. So Maul happens upon all mech. Yes, who is He's right next there. to Satine. Oh, yeah, that was purposeful. In prison. Is that the um, next episode, or is that this one? Oh, yeah, it's this yeah, one. Yeah, it's this one. Uh, yeah, there's a lot in these episodes. Like, these four episodes cover a lot of ground. They do. And so, Maul essentially finds out, oh, Almec, you're not completely honest. Yeah. But the people know you pretty well. Like, yeah. if you took over, they would believe you. Mm-hmm. And so, basically... The best thing about it is, like, he walks up to Satine first, and he's like, hey, what's up, dog? How are you? And it's like, oh, you know, everybody in here, you know, everybody that's loyal to me is in here. Except for Almec. Right, he's bad. And then Maul's like, oh, okay, I hear you obey all boy. (laughs) Um, You don't don't play by my daddy's rules. I like that So as soon as he finds out, like, so I have a corrupt person. Mm Mm-hmm. Who can be a figurehead? Yes. Okay, let's go kill. Let's go kill Pre Vizsla. Let's go. Let's go do it. Let's so, up. and he shows up and he uses their um, honor against them because he shows up and challenges them to one-on-one combat. Yeah. Back in the day, this would have been combat for the title of Mandalore, like full Mandalore. Yeah. Um, and but that was more warrior way culture. Um, but yeah. in this case, it's basically saying, "Hey, I'm going to be. I'm going to be." The Duchess now. I'm the Duchess now. <laughs> Get me my pom-poms. I want my pretty dress. <laughs> um, Can you just, so, like, 
for a moment, imagine just Maul in his weird, like, black dicky with talk his about gloves it. Don't in talk a skirt. About it. Don't talk about it, because somebody out there is going to make it art, and I really don't want to see that. <laughs> I kind of want to. Um, <laughs> He's a pretty princess. So, Maul challenges Previsla to single combat. And this is dope. It's such a good fight. This is powerful Sith versus powerful Mandalorian. Like, yeah. prior to this, Previsla got some hard treatment in turn when he's i mean his fight with obi-wan not a whole lot going like yeah. he's ne- he fought ahsoka not a lot this one i say they gave him a good treatment oh yeah 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 he's no he's not anywhere near the best mandalorian warrior mm-hmm. but they give him a good fight he holds his own definitely and we see a lot of cool stuff like i mean it's much like the fight with uh jango where he uses all of his gear all of his stuff like yeah it you know it's it's pretty it's pretty neck and neck for, i don't think maul was ever worried though yeah i mean Here's the thing. The way you deal with a Mandalorian, get him in the jetpack. And that he actually does. Always. He, he takes off the jetpack, actually. Yeah. Uh, there's a moment when Maul tries to do that. Yeah. And then Maul just straight up decapitates him. Well, yeah, after he, after he just, like, just wails him down and whittles him down. Because Maul knows, go for the freaking head. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, so he just straight up executes him. Yeah. Uh, and then... <clears throat> Bo-Katan, you know, she finally has a moment of, like, no oh. non-Mandalorian will ever be Mandalore. No, yeah. no, you, you know, because it's one of the, she's, she and so many are in this because they yeah. believe that the way Mandalore is being led now is not the way it's meant to be. Yeah. Which is even more interesting when we learn that her sister is the Duchess. Is the one leading Mandalore. Which begs the question of is is uh what's his name uh, i want to oh. say nuki no it's uh <laughs> what do i want to say nuki it's something stupid no one's named that he didn't come up until the next episode yeah. what is it corky corky so stupid such a bad name is On that his team. mom um i think we're led to believe i guess so um like, because who's, there's who's no Papa? there's no other mention of a another sister. Yeah. Uh, but I don't believe Corky shows up again though. Also, I don't know. I don't remember. But oh. that could also just be a, hey, his oh, name's no. Corky. We're not talking about him anymore. <laughs> oh no. What? Corky's an orphan. <laughs> no. Um. No. He's an auntless man. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, yeah. So it's it's really interesting that. So there's a family dispute involved in this as well. Yeah. Um, I would love more on that in terms of what put Satine on her side and what put Bo on hers. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think uh, that's a really interesting dynamic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think the one reason I'm not, I'm thankful that, um, the, the one reason I'm thankful that Bo-Katan was not the Death Watch leader mm-hmm. is that meant she would have died here. But yes, I do come back to the point. I think she should have been the leader. I agree. Uh, but she was awesome. So, but she and some of the night owls and some of the other Mandalorians, you know, just deuce out of there because they're just like, uh, no, we're not about this. But others yeah. are just like, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like they're not really wrong. I mean, by honor code, they're supposed to do be yeah. loyal. And at the end of the day. Are we really going to talk about like every Mandalorian super? Un- no, some of them just want to be under the power, be like be close exactly. to the like. Like they repaint really their the biggest... armor and everything. Oh yeah, I love that his so first cool. first order of business: black, red, and more horns. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I, but that that one mall enforcer looks super so dope. Cool. Mall cops, um, there's another so one that shows up, but it's only in the uh, the uh, Son of Dathomir comic. Yeah. Uh, it's also another like super customized like. Oh, you must be one of the lieutenant ones. I kinda. love it. So, but yeah. Uh, so Maul takes over. He said he sends Olmec out to address the people, and it's like, oh, yeah. he you know, uh, pre Satine killed Pre Vizsla, and then I guess no, they didn't say she killed. He he they killed her. But she killed him, and just with his last dying breath, uh, he appointed me. Uh, I know I'm not the greatest, but uh, he said it, so we gotta do it. Yeah. Don't ask too many questions. Pay no the... attention to the boy sitting on the throne with two lightsabers. Right. Well, a lightsaber and a dark saber. Ha ha ha. Which is a I cool look. I see what look. you've done. Um, yes, absolutely. And, and Sam Witwer getting his dark saber again. Okay, look. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I freaking love Maul, but part of what makes Maul such a great character in the Clone Wars is the delivery of his lines. Yeah. Like, in the spooky, low voice, husky, like, I'm gonna kick your puppy voice. <laughs> like, like, okay. <laughs> like, I, I just think it's really cool. He did no, a great yeah. job. I mean, and especially since you're taking a character that has a couple lines and giving them full development oh, yeah. and dialogue, oh, all this yeah. stuff, like, absolutely. you know, that's, that's crazy. And Sam Witwer did yeah. an amazing job. And I can't wait to see where they take it next, and that they're now involving, mm -hmm. you know, again, I have to bring up choreography in this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything from the saber duel to the hand-to-hand, -hand, all of it's so crazy. So to know that it's only going to get better because Ray Park is going to be Maul in that, yeah. I cannot wait. I so like it's incredible. Yeah. And also, I love that all of Maul's lines are said incredibly calmly, unless he's talking to or about... Kenobi. <laughs> well, he's one of those yeah. where he shows how cool and collected and silver-tongued he can be. But he's also easily unhinged. Oh, yeah. I you know, because there's those moments of dialogue boy. where he starts off really... Um, and I think it comes up, I think, in the next one when um, Obi-Wan says something to him and, he, and it's just like he goes... Like, he goes from... If you put a scale to it, the whole line goes from 0 to 11. Like, it yeah. starts at zero and ends at 11. Yeah. It's one of those, like, that inflection, that, uh, you know, he's an ang he's literally anger. Yeah. And it comes through. And that's incredible in, in, in voice acting medium to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Because what's, you know what's happening here is that the artists and illustrators and animators are having to work with the dial. Like, there, yeah. there's rough cuts before that, but, like, it's one of those things like, oh, crap, he went to 11. Here, let me grimace him a little bit more. It's like, oh, yeah. it, like it's it's a beautiful <laughs> blend of how it all works together. Mm -hmm. um, You've got a character who is the literal embodiment of angry eyebrows. Yeah. He's and got them tattooed think he's got on eyebrows. his face. Right, right. Like, yeah. If I could find, like, a screen grab of his face tattoos, like, he literally has angry eyebrows yeah. on his face. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but... Uh, and it only it speaking of dialing it to eleven, yeah. uh, we have one more episode, and that's where it goes, uh, and so we can't <sighs> wait for that. But uh, another word from the sponsors, suspense. We wrap up with season five, episode sixteen, uh, the lawless, uh, and the moral for this one is morality separates heroes from villains, and that's a very applicable point in this one because. That's tested, or it's attempted to be tested in this, and what proves um, to prevail 
uh, is our hero's morality. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, if you're going to be croaching in on uh, Ope Kenobe's boy, uh, Ope Kenobe's girl. <laughs> Ghoul. Um, and his boy, let's be honest. Who? Maul. No. No. Um, Not in that way. He's gonna. He's he's got to show up. So I mean, and again, the these episodes are packed. Here's uh, the so thing. much happening. If I don't talk about this episode, that means it didn't happen. So that's I don't have to literally worry not about how that. it works. That is absolutely not how it works. It exists whether you talk about it or not. First of all, therefore, talking about it means to accept it. Anything is possible through Christ who strengthens me. Write that down. Okay. Even Jesus can't make this go away. <laughs> Even Jesus can't make this go away. Uh, it's out there. It happened. Like for your Lord and Savior Jesus. Ignore <laughs> for the devil. Um, so yeah, like, I mean, from the get-go, Obi-Wan shows up. Yep. We get he's, a very... He's just uh, there. We get a very episode... Well, mm -hmm. she... I think it's in the end of the last one, right? She calls for help. Oh, yes, no, no, no. Yes. Uh, no, yeah, He yeah. doesn't just show up. Corky. Right, Corky shows her. up. My bad. Yeah. Well, Corky breaks him out. She's able to get a signal. She calls for help. Then Obi-Wan shows up. Do you um, realize that Maul's tattoos on the sides of his face kind of looks like he's got, like, a bald spot up here and then just mutton chops? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm sure. looking at a picture of him and I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, uh, Satine breaks out just just long enough to get that signal out, yeah. and they're like, "Well, go fix it, Obi Wan, I guess." Um, so then he shows no, up. No, they say don't, and then he sneaks out. Oh know? right, okay. Well, oh yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much. They, I don't know, the it's, Jedi being Jedi. I mean, yeah, because I, I, it's so hard to just be like, "Yeah, go rescue her." Um, hey, yeah. maybe if he'd had help, that would have been. Uh, um, it would have ended in less chaos. But whatever. Yeah. Um, so Maul, so we've, uh, Obi-Wan shows up with the Twilight, Anakin's beat up old, uh, B-Wing-esque ship. So I guess this kind of ends up being the end of the Twilight, because it gets kind of, it's already banged up. Yeah, I think then it's Then it gets destroyed. shot down, and he escapes on a different ship altogether, so yeah. I, I think that's the end of the Twilight, which makes me sad. I like that ship. Aw. Anything with that weird, like, B-Wing style, like, yeah. wing foldy thing, I don't... It makes literally no sense aerodynamically, but it looks cool. I need to take a video of you doing that and post it on Twitter because that was precious. <laughs> um, so he shows up in there, and it's it's really good humor in terms of like, hey, my ship's falling apart, and it literally is. It's like when you like borrow your friend's car or get into your friend's car, and they're like, oh yeah, this is my right. I keep meaning to take it to the shop. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but he he sneaks in, gets to Satine, and she's looking rough for wear. Poor baby. She um. Is. And obviously they can't just escape. So like I said, the ship gets shot down. Mm -hmm. And from there we finally get to, to a lot of culmination of Maul's efforts. Yeah. Also, Obi-Wan is in Death Watch. Well, yeah, it's, it's very episode four infiltration-esque kind of vibe. Um, essentially, like yeah, so it culminates. Mm -hmm. This is the point that Maul has been working for all along. And he finally has Kenobi. He finally has power. Like, he's just, he's kind of feeling it. He's on <clears> top <throat> of the world here. He's, I mean, be like Maul. Get your goals, man. Right? He, he's an Get accomplished villain at this point. Bread. Um, And so, Obi-Wan, like, he just has a moment of like, okay, cool. You don't, you, 
you don't have to gloat about it. Just kill me. Yeah. And in true Sith fashion, that would be too easy. Yeah. Uh, and so he, he kills <laughs> Satine. I don't like this show anymore. <laughs> I. You had to see this coming. For though. those, oh, absolutely! I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> like if you saw me live tweeting from the Nerd Herd, Twitter, if not, find it. It's hilarious. I mean, it's sad. But. Yeah, like the whole time, that entire episode, I was like, "Something's coming, and it's gonna be real <laughs> bad, and I'm gonna be so sad, and I'm gonna be just so upset." And then it happened, and I was like, "I am distraught. I can't. No." Dave Filoni. <laughs> because you listen to this show. I just want to talk. I just, I just want to talk. That's it. <laughs> I just want to talk. Zoom. <laughs> 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 I just want to talk, Dave um, Filoni. I mean, oh, you know, Maul's plan yeah. could have been as simple as kill Kenobi, but yeah, it was. He wanted to make him hurt. He wanted to take away because you got to think. Yeah. Maul had been groomed. For his place as the apprentice of the Sith Lord. Yeah. He had literally from birth, and, and Obi-Wan even talks about this in terms of like, I know it wasn't your choice and all this other stuff. Like, and then when you read the comics, it really was not his choice to be who he is. Mm-hmm. And he's so obsessed and so connected with these goals of power and and uh, villainy and all this other stuff. And it seems like he could have something. Uh, obviously, what he thinks he can have is not good for him, but he's not processing that. He's just processing, yeah. I could have had this, and you took that away from me. Yeah. You took my legs, and that, and all, like, all of the, like, he's operating off of, I you lost life. everything. Yeah. And, I mean, if we come down to it, unlike most of the Sith villains in this, Maul had the most... I mean, here's... what well, Maul had a point. <laughs> well, Maul did not choose... As Obi-Wan said, Maul did not choose to be where yeah. he was. He was taken from Dathomir. He was thinking that he could at least make the best of what he's got. Now, yeah. again, it's evil. It's bad. I get that. But the fact is, like, he had what he had, and it was... It was Given to him, not by his choice, and it was taken from him, not by his choice. Yes. And he was left for dead. He like this, this guy, and all his bearded sassiness is the face of everything that took away Maul. Yeah. And so, no, I'm not just gonna kill you. I'm gonna take away all your stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm gonna watch you rot in a prison cell of sadness. Right, and because so, and, that's what happened to him. Yeah, when well, that's that's he what was, he's doing. He's locking yeah. him up to marinate. Like, uh, deal with. You know what I would have done though. This sounds terrible, but I was thinking about this when I was watching this. It was like if he really wanted to lay it on, he should have put Satine's body in there with him. Like, that happens in Game of Thrones. Is does it? Yeah, uh, it's because it would just be intense. I mean, it's one of those moments where. Now, I mean, I know that all sounds terrible, yeah. but I'm just saying it like... Cut off his legs, put the body in there. <laughs> right, like, just, ju- like, like but it's just one of those things. And, and, of course, there's the beautiful moment where he's holding Satine and all this, and it looks very reminiscent then, of him holding Qui-Gon, too. And then, he, and then she says, I've always loved you. Here's my thing. People, Say I love you, too, you dummy. People turn it into such a meme in terms of, like, everyone he loved died in his arms, and it's like Qui-Gon, Satine, Maul, and I'm just like, get out of here. Yeah. Get out. 
Get I saw, out. I saw a meme where it was like uh, Obi-Wan talking to Mace Windu, and he was like, if I had a nickel for everyone Maul stabbed and I held in my arms, I'd have two nickels. It's just weird that it happened twice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and so, I mean, it's it's it's... It's terrible, but it, it's one of the you had yeah. to see coming like moments where it's just like I, Satine doesn't yeah. show up anywhere else. Like exactly. she's got to. That's uh, something had to happen. Yeah, and you had the face that you have on every time something happens that you are waiting for me to find out. <laughs> I'm just watching. Yeah, it's the same face that I have on when you watch or when you listen to Adventure Zone. Right. Um, it's. Yeah, and it does. It it just gets worse from yeah. here. I'm just gonna be honest. All I have left is fives, <laughs> and I don't want to say that out loud. Right. Because I, he's probably gonna die. You now. have a good bit left. Trust me. Rex and Cody have plot armor. That doesn't mean you don't get feels. Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, it take wait wait till Rebels, but it does not mean you don't get feels. Like they don't have to die for you to be like, oh my gosh. Trust me. I I, I Rebecca is on my wavelength with this one. I'm pretty sure, but. So, what's interesting in this moment... Yes. I think there's such a spike in the Force, because the next thing we see is Palpatine. Yeah. And it's a very cool, like, prepare my ship. It's just like, yeah, he felt something. Yeah. And the Clone Wars does this great thing to his face. Oh, yeah, the silhouette. Where, like, they... It looks like he's wearing a hood, and also they accentuate the lines in his face. Yeah. To make him look like, you know, the Emperor. Yeah. Now, Gendy Tartakovsky, I think, did it first. Ser- yes, he I did. Liked, Absolutely. I liked the last episode where Grievous is fighting the Jedi in the uh, safe room. And, um, not see uh, Grievous. Yes. Did I say Grievous? I no. thought it. Sidious and Grievous in the same, so I couldn't. Yeah. Grievous is fighting the Jedi in the safe room, and Palpatine just backs up into the shadows, and you see it. And it's just one of those moments it's where it's so like, great. oh. It's so great. Um, so yes, we get that again. I put a child in timeout because oh, yeah. they ruined that for another well, child. Well, the other one wasn't, the other kid wasn't paying attention. Yeah. But he, he was like, oh, it's, it's, uh, Sidious. Yeah. And it's just like, like yeah, yeah, they should know. It's not my fault. Like, well, child, not everyone's seeing the same things that you have. You need it to show, chill. Well, you know, I mean, it's frustrating, but it shows an educate. It, it's got, it's got yeah. to be a taught thing. We as people fundamentally just don't think and care about that sort of thing. Yeah. It's like, get on my level and it's, you know. It's the same child when I found out that another kid did not know about Darth Vader being Anakin's father. Mm -hmm. I straight up walked up behind that child and put my hand on his shoulder and I said, don't. Don't say anything. Don't you dare. Um, And so, that's the difficulty of introducing it to children. (laughs) Is the ones that have seen some more than others... Yeah. Are a little comfortable, but... So, I'm just going to go ahead and say... Obi-Wan escapes with the help of Bo-Katan. Yeah. That's settled. And that's when he we escaped. find out. Well, that's the system. Right. Um, and <clears throat> Bo tells him, you know, tell the Republic what's going on. Now, here's the thing. Her thought is, hey, the Republic's going to come help. It's going to get in order. Yeah. From what I understand, that did not happen. Yeah. I'm and just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the next scene, we see Maul, who gets the face of Daddy's home. This is one of those things where it's like, this was one moment where I'm sick of references. It's one of those things, like, he seems frantic. Well, yeah, I mean, the scene's fine. I just, it's, he says, I sense a presence, one I have not felt since, (gasps) 
Maso. I'm just like, oh my god, shut up. Wow. He said the thing Obi-Wan, or uh, it said the thing that Darth Vader said. Oh, I. You need. I get so frustrated sometimes with the overuse of, hey, they said this one thing, let's make somebody else say it because, oh, oh, oh. it's a normal phrase. No, it's not a normal phrase. It would have been much better to just have him have that moment of just a gasp. We didn't need the line. I hate I, that part. I, I got, hate that part. I got a bad feeling about this, John. <laughs> okay, that one always gets a pass, but <laughs> but it's just one I of the. I had a good feeling about this. There's there's now that was clever. That was very clever. I enjoyed that. I I maybe I'm getting on it a little much. It's just one of those things because it felt so heavy. Yeah. On this, where it's just like. Yeah. <sighs> There's doggies. It should. I would have been just happy with a gas because. But yes. But because, and at that moment, then it's like. Yeah. You see oh. in his face like. Everything that he's been working for. Everything. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Now. Well. Uh. It's. It makes me think of the opera scene in episode three when he's like, "All who gain power are afraid to lose it." That's yeah, the just, face of losing it. Yes. That's the face of oh my gosh. I'm about to lose. <laughs> Hide my eggs. <laughs> Um, but, I'm going to eat their bunny. But we get a great look. City. Now, here's the thing. We didn't mention, so they've updated character models. In the yes. previous episode, um, Palpatine is wearing his episode three robes, the kind that he has when he's uh, captured yes. and on Grievous' ship. Here he's wearing his more senatorial red cloaked uh, robes that he wears so cool. in the fight against Mace Windu. Yes. So, but a great scene where he just rolls up in there and he's just clear with it, like, hey, uh, you've become a threat. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And this is what every Sith does. Yeah. All the time. Maul runs up to him and is like, hey, I've done all this for you I, I, in hopes of returning to you. And, all, and it's just like, no. yeah, uh-huh, sure, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> yeah. And he just straight up mercs Savage. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, there's a, there's there's a, a long, th drawn-out yes. fight. But, but yeah, end, eventually yes. Savage is killed. Um, we get a... The cool thing is, is he's from the get-go <clears throat> using both of his lightsabers. Yes, which I originally did not know that he had two lightsabers. Most people, most people don't realize, because it's one of those things where he lost his saber, he must have just gotten it back. Because if you think, because in, um, in Revenge of the Sith, he fights with one saber, uh, but that goes out the window uh, when Mace disarms him in that battle. But then he's got another one later, and it's just, I, I, it's not really a big thought. It's just a, oh, okay. Um, but he specifically uses a gray and silver and a black and silver one. Uh, yeah. He has two lightsabers, and that's actually his main form of fighting style. It's pretty cool. That is neat. Um, and he shows here, much like he showed in Revenge of the Sith, like, hey, he's he's a master swordsman, too. Yes. Like, he might be, I mean, he, he even seems a little exasperated with it, but... He, he goes. He goes. Um, and, I mean, yeah. and there's a really cool, after Savage is killed, well, and, oh, my gosh, the feels in this the one. because he's like between the brothers. Yeah, he's like, I, I, it's like, I'm a, I'm a terrible apprentice. I'm not like you, or something like that. And it's just like, that's yeah. the point. You it's... aren't supposed to be. Ah! Right. <laughs> it's just like, oh. Because he was the one with honor. He was the one that protected his brothers. He was he yeah. he had good in him, and it was all taken away. Oh my gosh! When I see fan art of Maul, Savage, and Feral, I'm just like, right? Oh, well, and and it's ah, 
It's 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 crazy, but we don't get time to appreciate it because Maul draws the dark saber, yes. uh, and it's really cool. It's um, a, there's a great image of him like veiled in the green fog. It just looks yeah. so great. Um, and so, but eventually, though, Sidious. What I really like. He so, Yeah. What's really cool though is there's the point when it's like he's tossing him around, and all I can think in that is Force Unleashed. Because that's, like, a regular game mechanic. Like, when we play this, you're going to see, like, yeah. you're just constantly throwing people around with the Force. And it's Sam Witwer, so it's one of those How things where it's, like... the turn tables. <laughs> um, and then he electrocutes... And it's this moment... This is the end of the episode, yeah. by the way. Like, this is when... And, and Maul's just kind of, like... Yeah. You know, please stop. And he's like, I have other plans for you. Yeah, like, Savat... Or, <laughs> Maul's on the ground... Sidious is cackling while electrocuting him, and Maul starts screaming for mercy. Mm-hmm. That was the moment where I was like, I don't like this. I right. am not yeah. enjoying this at all. Well, I just, it's <laughs> one of those things where it's all that you, all that power, all that stuff, everything yeah. you've done, and all that you've hurt and taken away from others, and you're still yeah. no better. Like, you're, you're still the one on the ground groveling. Like, yeah. And it's not one of those things like you should have been more evil. It's one of those things where it's like, you see what it got you? Mm-hmm. you? You see the pointlessness of it? Clearly he doesn't. We learn that. But, you know, it's one of those things where it's just like, this is why the dark side never wins. is because it never gets you any better, gets you any further or anything like yeah. that. Now, one cool thing. This happened like a couple months ago on Twitter. Um, someone was talking about this episode. And they made some interesting parallels i guess i don't know if it's all just visual uh and i didn't i didn't go i wouldn't have been able to even think about how i would find this tweet again and who did it or anything but they were comparing maul to luke a little bit Mm. in this scene very similarly shot i guess in terms of you know cities electrocuting and all this other stuff and trying to i guess make maul the sympathetic character in this um, so with it kind of, I mean, as far as the Clone Wars show is concerned, with this being the end, the last moment we see Maul, um, where, where does it leave you with the character? I am afraid for Maul, because I know what's coming. <laughs> I am curious about what he gets up to in the in-between, but at the same time, I feel... So bad for my boy. He's still my favorite character. Like, all yeah. all of these Clone Wars episodes have just fed into the fact that, yeah. He's, he's a great character. He's a great character. And, and when I, I guess that's my point. Now. Like, did, do you feel, as that person felt, the sympathy for the character? Absolutely. Uh, because of, because of the, these stories? Absolutely. I mean, he's... Like we said over and over again, he... This should not have been his life. He didn't choose this. Well, and what's interesting about that, and if I can turn it almost into a Monday motivation, because we haven't had one this week. um, Here we go. His path of being a Sith wasn't chosen for him. His path to continue in that, though, was. And sometimes I think we as people, there's choices made for us that we let inform how we choose to do things. Yeah. That, if that makes... Like, because of something someone else chose for me, yeah. I have to choose to do... Like, instead yeah. of choosing to be yeah. 
better or go a different direction. We choose to further down a path. Like, no, it wasn't his choice to become Sidious's apprentice. Mm -hmm. But he had an out. He uh, Now, super sympathy. He got cut in half. And I get that. Like, there was a lot against him, but he had choices. Yeah. To go the other direction, yet continue to choose to go in the same direction and essentially come full circle. Yeah, I mean, my two favorite quotes from Iron Giant. First of all, Superman. Second of all, uh, you are who you choose to be. Mm -hmm. That is a very important thing to remember, is at the end of the day, it's up to you. It's up to you how you... How you play the cards that cards that were dealt you? Yeah, well, and at the end of, the, I mean, it, you know, no one. While while we may feel like at times people have the power to choose for us and whatnot, and in some ways, yes, they can make choices for you, but you can also still make choices for yourself against those. And it's not necessarily a rebellion thing. It's more of a, that's not me. That's not for me. That's not yeah. what I want. You know, and it's not a, hey, clean your room. You can't make that choice for me. Monday <laughs> Motivations and Star Wars and Nerd Herder said so. No, it's more of a, hey, you have to be this because everyone else in the family is this. Like, no, I don't. Mm -hmm. I can choose to be what I want. Hey, you're never going to be anything because of so-and-so and so-and-so. And it's like, no, I don't have to have those things. I can yeah. still be somebody because I choose to be. Like Exactly. You are not the mistakes of your parents. You are not... Who your family is, you are you, because and, of who you are. And you're for not Pete's sake. you're not even who society, who stats, who culture, who gender, who race. You're not you're not what those things say you are. Exactly. You're who you say you are. There's a power in choice. And again, Maul might not have felt like he had a choice, but he did. Throughout all these episodes, he's presented with choices, and he chooses like. I didn't have a choice. It was decided for... You had a choice as soon as you got on, out from under the thumb of your master. Exactly. Come on. So... You had a choice the second you got out of the dump. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where, you know, I just... I, I thought that was a really, really interesting and inspirational kind of moment and message in in, this, in Star Wars and whatnot. So... Yeah. Uh, but I, th I think that's really cool. Um, the kind of dampening thing about this episode is that it is dedicated to the memory of Ian Abercrombie. Mm -hmm. um, and that's because he passed away on January 26th of 2012. And this episode actually features some of his last work on Clone Wars. Um, and we see in later appearances, um, he is voiced by Tim Curry. Yes. Which is a crossover for us because we love horror we and love Tim, Cor Tim Curry's in much Tim horror. Tim Curry. Um, but it is definitely not the same. Ian Abercrombie, uh, an amazing guy, mm -hmm. um, a very wonderful uh, Palpatine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, he, you know, Ian McDermott is Palpatine. Ian yeah. McDermott is amazing. But um, Ian Abercrombie's work in capturing that character in essence so skillfully done um yeah. so it's wonderfully done certainly uh, a great loss for star wars um and and whatnot um and so yeah um you know but how high of a note to end on then he finally got to be sidious because yes. uh, most of the time he's playing 
Palpatine yeah. in the Clone Wars. So this was a great time. Like it was great that in his final moments he got to be fully realized uh, in the character of, of Sidious and everything. Yeah. Um, but wonderful guy. Just wanted Absolutely. to call that out and um, whatnot. But we look forward to uh, continuing on and for Tim Curry's. Uh, Eliza. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't sound like Thornberry, but um, it is a noticeable change. I, yeah. I know I'm probably not the only one. Why do I want to watch the Wild Thornberry? <laughs> because Tim Curry is amazing. It's such a. But uh, we will be back next week. Nobody's allowed to talk about what we're talking about because she hasn't seen the episodes yet, and so. But it's going to be intense. Uh, so. Uh, we're gonna. She's constantly trying to go to to go see. to the next script, and it's not happening. See. I want to know what it is. <laughs> uh, we will all know next week. Uh, so it is definitely a Clone Wars rewatch. You're not gonna want to miss. But uh, until then, we are putting out this weekend a Patreon exclusive episode. Yes. All about the things we love about Empire Strikes Back. It's a bonus content thing, and. Um, also with Patreon, we've kind of finished up some of the changes we've been making to our Patreon that we would encourage you guys to check out. Um, we've set some new goals uh, and whatnot, one of which being that when we reach a certain number of supporters that we uh, are going to upgrade some of our equipment and software so that we can continue to make the show better. Because one of the biggest reasons we need your support and need you to come alongside us is so that this can continue to be better. We want to make the show better. Yeah, um, and that's and, why we change our formula sometimes. Yeah, so, uh, which, again, let us know how you thought. We Maybe it didn't change enough, or maybe it changed too much. Let us know um, how you felt about these episodes. Maybe you're afraid of change and you're hiding <laughs> under the couch. We tried to make it a little bit more conversation-based, so let us know how that went. But, um, yeah, definitely check out our Patreon page. Um, we're pushing collaboration. What we've done is that on the lowest tier of $1... Basically, you're giving $1, and you get recognition for that. Um, but in the upper tiers, the further you go along in your giving and the higher your giving is, the more power you have uh, to be a part of making what we do. Um, everything from it participating in uh, polls for uh, future episodes to uh, we've even got for, I believe it's the $7 tier, you can join us on a live stream where we write a script or we're working on editing and you can be there with us as we're working um, and you'll have a part in the show. So what we want to do is we don't want to just create a platform where you give us your money. We want to create a way for you to invest and put into uh, this show. If you love it enough to give money to it, it's only right that you have a way to influence it and be a part of it. Yeah. And that's what we want because... That's the kind of community we have in mind when we created this, and that's what we're shooting for. So please, please, please check out our Patreon page. We could use your support, um, and we could use your help with the show. Uh, and so thank you to Rebecca Diaz and Jim Caprone, the awesome people who are already joining us on Patreon. Thank you for your support, encouragement, all that great stuff. Thank you to those um, who are constantly sharing the uh, show we appreciate that because we don't pay for marketing for the show. We don't do, like, ads and all this other stuff. I mean, it's all about people telling people. And so when you share those episodes and when you tell other people about it, that is immensely helpful, and we encourage you to do so. Whenever you, uh, whenever you see a show um, or whenever you finish an episode, uh, be sure to share it out there. Let people know, hey, you know, I like this podcast. Um, 
you know, that that's also an encouragement to us. Let us know. Let us know you like this podcast, and you can do that through ratings and reviews, especially on iTunes. Sixty-eight percent of our listeners are on iTunes, and if everyone did uh, that listens on iTunes left a review, we'd be up to twenty-three reviews, I think, if I did my math right. Uh-huh. So uh, we would appreciate it if you could do that. Rate and review. Uh, it makes us visible. Um, it makes us reputable. Uh, and it lets people know that there are other people out here that like our show. And yes. um, so all of those things are free. Sharing, rating, reviewing, all of those things are free and go to help the show grow. Yes, Lord um, knows. We don't like being invisible. Yeah, no one does. People so, keep sitting on me. <laughs> Um, so definitely let people know you love the show. Let us know you love the show, uh, because we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you for all that you do, putting up with the ads, putting up with our rambly rambles, all that crazy stuff. Um, you guys are awesome. And without you, we wouldn't do what we do. So thank you so much. Uh, with that, I think that's pretty much it. Um, in terms of announcements, uh, we're still in the process of moving. That's pretty much going to be until the end of June. So uh, we're continuing to make efforts to stay on track and do what we can do to deliver you the most nerd content on Star Wars, um, both be it podcast and YouTube. So, uh, but just continue to be patient with us. Um, you'll see a lot more uh, content once we are finally in our new uh, base and it is fully operational. Yes. Um, everything will be back up to 100%. So lots of YouTube videos, lots of podcast episodes, all that crazy stuff. But until then, yeah. thank you for being patient because, uh, I mean, it'd go a lot faster if everyone just headed down to South Georgia and helped us move. That would but be lovely. <laughs> we're not going to ask you to do that. We're just going to ask you to be patient with us. So uh, thank you for doing that. Um, yeah, so that'd be it. Uh, we will be back Again, with uh, bonus content, if you're with us on Patreon, so Rebecca and Jim, they get a bonus episode this weekend. Otherwise, you'll see us back on Monday with Monday Motivations and all that good stuff. So, have a great weekend, guys. Enjoy your time. I have been your herd leader, John Wayne. I've been your herd mom, Megan. Stay scruffy and may the force be with you. I love you.